Geshcast number 44, Glasgow's number one gaming podcast and best in the West. I am Gavin. I am Philip. And thank you very much for downloading us. Uh, how are you, Phil? I'm well. It's This is 44, did you say? Yep. This is February. Yep. 44 February. Slipped my hole at 44 and she got in the back dough. Beautiful. Yay. <laughs> what are we going to be getting up to this month? We're going to be talking about what we've been playing. Yes. We're going to be talking about the latest news. We're going to have a wee bit in the middle where we talk about something irrelevant. <laughs> Good. We're yeah, also excellent. going to get Keep your mailbox and feedback. Yes. By that I mean you because you're responsible for We've it. We've been putting our fingers out into the social media world. Yep. About an hour before we started recording. Uh-huh. Let's see what we can troll up. Exactly. Let's see what... briny depth of Twitter. <laughs> let's see what shellfish we get in. Would you call me? Ah! ah listen, with that. Uh, what have you been up to of late? Listen, mate, I started a new job. What? Yeah, I started a new job at the work. That's crazy. The uh, work, the nondescript work. At the it's work. It's like Paul Bruns, nondescript <laughs> no, that's work. It. He's away at the yard. Is he at the shipyard, Paul Bruns? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, are you at the shipyard? Either way, he's inhaling a lot of gut, like, you know. Asbestos. Asbestos. <laughs> I've lived for about 120 years. How long has the Bruns been going? God knows. But yeah, anyway, no, he's not emerging. a well man, put it that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I started a new job. I'm now an official graphic designer. That's exciting. I know I can finally use the keychain that my mum sent me when I was like 18 that said graphic designer on it. <laughs> it said, was that when you graduated university as a graphic designer? And she was like, oh, you're going to do so well. And it took me until I was 30. Did you're here now. You've I'm arrived. Here now. I've arrived. That's it. How does it feel? It's great. No, it's good to be able to say that I'm doing something that I wanted to do as a youngster. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it's given you a lot more pep, a lot more vim around yep. the office. Yep. My, 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 my dick is an inch bigger. Really? Yep, an inch now did that happen when you got the job or when you signed the contract as soon as I signed the contract I just, it was like oh, oh, and I went oh! <laughs> level up yep <laughs> my bum hole got 3% tighter <laughs> this is... I hope Lindsay's been reaping the rewards she really has been good excellent um, uh, Philip don't let me th- don't think for a second I don't care about how you're getting on please tell us what have you been up to uh, I haven't got a new job. I have, however, mm-hmm. been travelling, Gavin. I've you been off jet-setting the world again. Why, where have you been? I've been to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Which is where? That is the capital of the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Excellent. It's about approximately an hour and 15 minutes flight from here. <laughs> In the, the north, easterly. Yes. Uh, it was very exciting. I was away visiting friends. Good, who good. Who are getting married. Excellent. This year, yep, we will be I am going. the best man. You are the best man at this point. Which now, is quite a ridiculous prospect. Have you ever been a best man? I've never been a best man. Right, okay, I have been a best man before. What? But it wasn't a conventional wedding. Okay. Such that it was our friends who I don't. I, I was meeting the bride for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a person that I didn't know that well. You know, they'd moved over here. Uh, and now I'm good friends with them, but they'd moved over here from America and they'd asked me because I was one of the only people that they knew. That was very nice of them. Though. It was very nice of them, and it was a great time, etc. But this is a much more established, lifelong friendship. I would say the wedding's still going to be... Uh, yes, as Jared is. He's just like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jared is as brother to me. Yes. Uh, so it's very nice of them to ask me. Your brother. Uh, but, yeah, it's still going to be very non-traditional, okay. I think. It's you know, it's not a religious ceremony or anything no. like that. It's on some kind of, you know, nice... 
I think it's maybe some kind of boat structure. Okay, the, I didn't know this. The party is on afterwards, and it's going to be very cool. I'm looking forward to I it. I heard it was going to be so non-traditional that after the ceremony, you get to screw the bride. <laughs> that is tradition. That is tradition. I want to kiss the bride. I'm going to reach I'm into this saying. bag mm-hmm. of tenants lager. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but being the best man, I uh, daunting slightly. You know what? It's a big responsibility because well, I didn't have. I don't think we're expecting. This was the the point of the trip was to go over there and uh, organise what was happening, get a feel, get a sense yep. of what the wedding was going to be like, so I could base what I was, if I was doing a speech at all. Uh-huh. Tech the box whether oh, or not I am. Oh, you have to do a speech, mate. And what I'm going to be expected to say mm-hmm. if it's just a matter of getting up, thanking a couple of people, sitting down, perfect. You have if to I have few. to whip out some of the Geshcast classic patter, <laughs> then I will. <laughs> the patter that we are known for. Luckily, it's in Amsterdam. And that luckily I'm there, so you obviously get me up on stage. Yeah. Like, what have we been playing? Listen to Geshcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on. Uh, so, it's, it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. We didn't, however, touch upon the plans at any point yeah. over the yeah. weekend. Pub- Not public speaking. surprising. Public speaking doesn't in any way aid your cause. Because after we did that gig with Arnocore at the Classic Grand, yeah. packed place, my last line to the crowd was, listen to Geshcast. And I've not seen a bump in the numbers. <laughs> so. I didn't even realise you'd said that. <laughs> as soon as I shouted it, uh, like Chris, our guitarist, turned around and was just like, <sighs> <laughs> Yes! <laughs> it's always been a great plan of ours to try and slip in listen to guest cast mm. at the most inappropriate moments yep. so a best man speech is perfect yeah, that having is a gig is pretty impressive <laughs> without an actual paying crowd watching yeah. you but the no definitely just as you close you know, I want to wish you all the best in the world yeah. everyone give up for the happy couple listen to guest cast everybody listen to guest cast <laughs> they won't even know you're saying it that's probably true a lot of them won't even speak it well, they will all speak English. No, I speak can't English. speak Dutch. Yeah. I was thinking about <laughs> if I could... Those ignorant fucks. <laughs> I know. They speak like eight languages. I struggle <laughs> with one. Uh, I was thinking if I could get my wee brother to dress enough like me, uh-huh. then we could stand up on... Both stand up at the same time. Yeah. And Rory could do it in Dutch and I'd do it in English. Oh, well, that's a really good idea. Yeah? Yeah, that And is I a thought good about idea. getting my other brother to do signing. <laughs> <laughs> Cover all bases. Jamie, learn sign language. <laughs> Rory, learn Dutch. <laughs> and I will just do the bare those. minimum. Yeah, because I will be reaped. The bare min. Uh, yeah, so that's what's been happening. I'm back now. I'm better than ever. As we're back in the in the basement, the dungeon. <laughs> the dungeon. I've tidied. What you'll see, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to guestcast.com, rather than having a list of what we talk about, we're going to take a picture of the latest addition to Phil's dungeon, which is Phil. Uh, so it's a giant whiteboard that we gi- nicked from our work. A giant whiteboard. It's so impressive. It looks so professional. We've got the whole show planned out. So if you've noticed that the show is much more structured than usual, uh-huh. it's because it fucking is. <laughs> because we wrote some stuff down. We wrote it on a board. Uh, with that, Gavin, when we hit up the next section of our podcast, which is what we've been playing. What we've been playing. Written in English. So, Gavin, what have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of different games recently. Namely? Mostly, Devil May Cry! DMC. DMC, Devil May Cry, the reboot of the Devil May Cry Is franchise. it just DMC, or is it DMC, Devil May Cry? It's DMC. Devil I could have Googled that, but I'll just ask you. It is DMC, I think, officially. Uh-huh. Uh... It's a reboot of the Devil May Cry franchise, which yes. I've always disliked. 
Um, since playing, I played Devil May Cry three on the PlayStation two in like two thousand five, mm-hmm. and it was just such a wanky cosplay fucking thing that you, I couldn't get into it. And I think I was a lot more of a serious gamer, you know, hardcore at the time. Like, I'm only interested in you know, I don't want anything that takes itself fucking you know, making a joke. <laughs> I want to just shoot and fight things. And Is that, that the gamer? That's the gamer in me right, back then. Right, right. Snobby cunt. Snobby cunt back then. And now I'm interested just in having a laugh. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what Devil May Cry was, what DMC is. Yes. I played this. You played this. A couple this months ago. A while back. Back in uh, whenever that happened at Earl's Court. In September. Yes, in September. And I was impressed by how much of a difference we made. Still retained the daftness of the giant shooty shooty gun yeah, gun gun. Shooty shooty gun gun gun. Uh, but it seemed like there was more to it. Than before. There is, there's a proper there's a story that doesn't want to make me clomize it. It's difficult because I'm a big fan of God of War. Yeah, and that game is a very serious, ridiculous but very serious tone. Uh, and the difference is Devil May Cry. Well, God of War thing kind of has its like maybe a pinky up its ass. Yeah, Devil May Cry's always had its heads firmly right up its ass. Right, so this and just has a little bit of finger. Uh huh. God, this has just got maybe a, maybe a. Maybe a, f- a whole hand, let's say. Yes. Okay. <laughs> on my meter, what I'll do, I'll put up a thing on the website and I'll show an arse oh. and how much of Devil May Cry it has up itself. Yeah, the portion. Yeah. Wristwatch. 4%. It's hitting the Casio. It's hitting the Casio. <laughs> setting off the electroluminescence of the Casio. Gonna, that's going to get gummed up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's um, an action-adventure game. Lots of melee combat. Really fun. One of those... The reason I like these kind of games is the whole tactical aspect is later on you'll have like eight enemies around you. Each one of them has to be dealt with in a different way and in a certain order. Right. Um, not necessarily. I mean, you could just hack away at them, but to deal with them in the best way possible. Most and to effective get, manner. Most effective manner and get combos. The game's all about sorting out your combos. The better you do without getting hit, the more your meter racks up and you get a, a rating. Mm-hmm. You know, from C, you know, C B, A. Then S uh-huh, for uh-huh. sick. Is that for sick or super? There's sick super, there's all sorts of savage and all mm. this kind of crap. Uh, so, yeah, the better you do with the combos, the better you are. Your, your scores get and the more stuff you get. Screw these guys, right? Yeah. Would I like it? Uh, like, it's, it's, I saw the action fun bit. Yeah. And then, But then what you've described there, mm-hmm. anything that gives you some kind of score at the end of the level... Not, my level's it, going it, down already it does does give you a score at the end of the game but at the end of the level but it all, it's throughout the there's nothing worse than pile driving through a level yeah. spending like an hour on it being like Ugh, sweating by yeah. the end crawling to the end of the game and it's like D well, <laughs> D minus I, I don't know if it's just the fact that oh. I'm, I'm a good guy right you know, yeah I agree. Well, you've got great strong fingers as well mate they're all arthritic I didn't go through there. <laughs> you hear that click <laughs> I didn't go through the game any of the levels without getting at least an A rank mm-hmm Really big nuts. I know, but, on, I, but on normal, easy, on normal, easy, uh, on normal, basic. Oh, do you see that? Like the difficulty levels in this, yeah. it's like you've got normal, hard, and all the usual. Then you've got things like a version of it where you only take if you take one hit, you die. Excellent. There's one where the throughout enemy, the whole thing, yeah, yeah like, over. Like you, t- you take or die. A, you take a hit and you die, or the enemies take a hit and they die. So it's one hit for everyone. Excellent. There's other ones where the enemies are normal and you take one hit, you die. And then the final one, I think, is the enemies are like quadruple what they usually are, and you take one hit, you die. Cool. I don't think I'd like this game. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if you would. But it's as soon as you start a combo, that's when the meter starts to go and the grading starts. Right. So it's like you're halfway through a combo, and you're like, right, okay, I'm about a B, and you're switching up between like about eight different weapons at one time. You're taking on eight different guys who are all 
differently powered and are affected by different weapons. It's a really the, the combat is perfect. Yeah. The game itself is juvenile and really some repugnant bits in it, like properly. See, that shit sounds like it rings my bells. <laughs> yeah, it, there's parts of it where I'm almost hitting the bulk as how disgusting some of the bosses are. Amazing. Um, there's a great point which kind of encapsulates how juvenile it is where one of the big bosses is a big spider woman and Dante's like, you know, she's like, who are you? He's like, I'm your prom date, you fucking ugly bitch. <laughs> and, yes. she, and she's like, fuck you. He's like, fuck you. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> And I'm like, this is the level that you're at with it. Perfect. Don't That's expect- my level. That that is- ding. I-, I thought Phil would love this. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's again, it's daft, but at the same time, the, the combat is perfect. Yeah. There's some good platforming bits, and how, it, it is beautiful. How, like, the last game like that that mm. I enjoyed yeah. was Lollipop Chainsaw. Right, okay. The last one before that that I enjoyed was Bayonetta. Okay. How sexy is DMC? DMC is actually quite a sexy game because Dante is smoking hot all the way through oh. it. Um, the thing about that, well, well, in terms of the visuals, Lollipop Chainsaw and Bayonetta, well, Bayonetta to a certain extent is the most similar to it, I would say. Yeah. Lollipop Chainsaw, completely not. But the, Lollipop Chainsaw, by all extensive purposes, never should have been made. No. Well, that, even, who was it that said that recently? Was it Hideo Kojima? Or something? something? <laughs> yeah. But there were, uh, the game itself looks fantastic. It's probably one of the nicest looking games I've seen in terms of just the way that's the art direction, the look of the act, the levels. There's sections where you go into like a parallel world, like a limbo, right. where the real world is distorted to a section where it's all these like kind of almost Dali esque things. Like you'll go into like a pool and everything will be reflected. Nice. So you're going into this world of like reflections and all these hellscapes and weird things. It's beautiful. Like I can't fault it on the look or, or the combat. Uh, there's amazing music by like Combi Christ and like, you know, big industrial Rob Zombie almost esque kind of. Yes. metal kicking in I think you would like it but I wouldn't suggest you bought it for less than for more than 20 quid that's what I wanted to hear a 20 quid purchase for my price drag. limit 20 pound yeah. I'll give anything I go for 20 pound exactly take my money I'll tell you what give me 20 pounds no oh. uh, did you ever find a copy of Dark Souls I didn't I was really con- I was wanting to get Dark Souls on the Xbox to justify getting the Xbox yeah you need something to play on it and then I realised I don't have gold Xbox Live Gold, and right. I thought, I'll need that for the online stuff. Uh, you can probably survive. Can you survive without it? Ah, totally. Can you survive, though? It's easier, in fact, because nobody can invade your world and kill you. Mm, I at guess. The moment, so you just play it through without that shite. Mm, I guess. Yeah. 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 It wouldn't be... It'd be a coward's way of playing it, is mm. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I mm. guess. Well, I'm a coward. Uh, no, get it again. I tried to go back and start it again. But well, I did start a new character and went, no, no, mm. no, no, I'll go back to my guy. I'm like, right, where am I? No idea. No. No, I don't know where to <laughs> go. Running from one side of the earth to the other. Yeah. <sighs> Killing people when I run past them. No idea. And then just facing some giant sea demon. I think there's a... Can I kill this? I don't understand what that is. There's a pleasure to be hidden how hard it is. Yeah. But I don't think there's any pleasure in how obtuse it is in terms of it doesn't tell you anything. Like, where do you go next? Even just like, you know, like Dead Space where you press um, like one of the buttons and it shows you a yes. direction. I, I actually wouldn't like, the problem with Dark Souls is that I stopped. Mm. That's the only problem with it. But yeah. I knew that game inside and out, but yeah. then something else came out and I stopped. Yeah. I just wanted... It came out at the wrong time. See if that game had come out now. Yeah. Well, maybe not because you know now, but uh-huh. yeah, it came out with too many big things, big sparkly baubles all around it. Yeah. I had to go and play them. 
Well, I get it. I mean, even that Eurogamer Expo we went two years ago, and it was the big thing. It was like, holy shit, they've got Dark Souls, and we yeah. played it for about an hour. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll go back to it. I don't know if I will get it. Of it. Well, no. Yeah. We'll Me. see. We'll Me. see. Me. We shall see. Me. What's next, then? Next on our big list, Phil, is Nino Kuni. <laughs> The Wrath of the White Witch. The Wrath of the White Witch. For the PlayStation 3. Exclusive. And also the 3DS in Japan, or just the DS? Yeah, I think there's a version of it for 3DS, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. They're they're apparently not doing a translation for the 3DS here, because they can't be harsh translating the book. Right. But then the special edition over here came out Mm -hmm. with the translated book. Yeah, so they just need to give someone the translation. Maybe they're just like, no... No, no, there's no translated book. Well, I, I mean, to be honest with you, as you were saying about Nino Kuni, when we were talking about it before, about having it on the Vita. Yes. And while the game itself translates well to the Vita, I think the... Uh, Is that on this we were talking about that? Oh, no, maybe not. I don't think it was. <laughs> we were having a conversation <laughs> off camera. Yeah. Um, I, was just saying, I was saying that before I bought Nino Kuni, uh, I'd much prefer it to be on the Vita, because I want more stuff to play on the Vita, and... Uh, RPGs lend themselves well to the Vita. Yeah, watch especially a JRPG with a lot of grinding. And, yes, you can yeah. play it in bed before you go to bed, you can play the train, just grind away a couple of battles. It's pretty sexy. That's how I am. Mm. Uh, but then I bought it. Uh-huh. You're completely correct in saying that yeah. it did justice. You hear that, listeners? I'm so excited about this game that you should you should start. One of the things with Nino Kuni is... Nino Kuni is a, a JRPG, a Japanese RPG, which yes. are pretty much characterised by uh, the fact that you have to do a lot of grinding, yes. uh, which means you have to beat a lot of baddies all the time. You have to constantly get in fights and raise your level to get by the bosses and you know get through the game. Uh, Nino Kuni is in conjunction with Studio Ghibli. Uh-huh. That was the one we were talking about. You were saying about Nino Kuni's pronunciation. Yes. I thought a week, few weeks ago when we were talking about it on this show, I was going to wait for you to say Studio Ghibli, and I'd be like, that's not how it's pronounced, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Ghibli. That's what it is now, it's a Ghibli. Which led to my wife's best pun of the year so far, mm-hmm. where she called it a ghibli game. Yes! <laughs> I'm glad you delivered that well, like that, um, <laughs> it's Cadiculous, a few months ago. That's one for the board. I know. Uh, so yeah, when we got that, I was like, I started playing it because I, w- I was really in- intrigued by the look of it. I would never, I will say this now, I would never ever have bought Nino Kuni if it wasn't for their involvement in it. Yep. If it wasn't for Studio Ghibli's look, yep. I love that style, I love the animation. And the other half of the collaboration, which you didn't mention, because mm. we started talking about you, Studio yeah. Ghibli, Level 5. And Level 5, of course. Yes. Um, so I would never have bought it without that. A JRPG holds no real appeal for me because I don't like the whole grindy aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you said to me beforehand, you you know, you enjoyed uh, Dragon Age 2 so yes. much, and you wanted a new experience that was like that. Uh-huh. I wanted to be so able to... How, how has... How, should we talk about the story a bit first? Yeah, let's go into Briefly. the story, yeah. You play Oliver, a little kid, in a town called like Motor City or uh, something. Motorville, I Motorville. And uh, a <laughs> series of unfortunate events leads to your mother having a heart attack. Yeah, a goddamn heart attack. Heartbreaking, yeah. Open, like all beautifully, so beautifully animated. Absolutely beautiful music. The voice acting is a bit weird at times, yeah. But uh, it's for a, the best part, it's, it's a great good mix for a video of game. Proper like cell animation and and like cell shaded animation. It looks like a Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah, like, it's uh, through and through impeccable on uh, the look and design of it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, your mock arcs it, uh-huh. and then you 
spoilers. There's uh, some events occur which uh-huh. lead you to having to travel to another kind of dimension mm-hmm. led by this little Mr. Drippy, yep. Lord High, Lord of the Fairies. Mm-hmm. Who's Welsh. Who's Welsh, yeah, very odd. Uh, at which point your adventure begins. Mm-hmm. Kick off. Uh, so... So you're taken to, uh, you go through various different stages, you go through different towns, uh, and basically solving certain problems for people, and in between fighting guys. Fighting people, and a weird kind of uh, feeling vampire mechanic, where you suck the feelings out of certain people, yeah. and plant them into others. When I heard There's about this... a lot this, of stuff going on. Yeah, when I first heard about this, it was it's a lot less sinister when you play the game. But there's a, a there's an aspect of there's people the baddie ha, uh, Shadar mm-hmm. has people he has this ability to break people's hearts, and in doing so they're left very dejected and they've got no motivation and or they're really mean or, yeah. or you know there's a, there's a certain problem. So what you have to do in the game is you have to find people with an overabundance of a good feeling like uh, like courage. generosity or courage, kindness, and you ask them to borrow some of their take some of their courage or kindness, rip it from their soul. rip it from their soul, mm. and you give it to someone else. Now, I thought that sounded dead. You're, like, you're going to leave these other people miserable, but yeah. they've got an overabundance of... If anything, they get a, a warm, tingly feeling in their yeah, heart. Yeah, they feel good because they've done a yes. good thing. Uh, so that's a main kind of mechanic of it. But I'd say the biggest one, which would probably mean... I think you, Phil, would probably be more inclined to enjoy this than I, was the Familiars, which is essentially Pokemon. <laughs> There's so much shit going on in this game. There's like Here's why people need to get excited about Nino Kuni, right? Yeah. Nino Kuni is a weird combination of every single game that people have been crying out for a good remake of mm-hmm. for maybe the last 10 years. Right, okay. It's got all the good bits of Zelda mm-hmm. done better than the last Zelda. Easily. It's got good bits of Pokemon mm-hmm. done better than the last five Pokemon because they're still yeah. the same fucking game. It's got elements of Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. eight, and nine. Yeah. The ones people are always bitching about getting an HD remake mm-hmm. of. And still tying it together with this amazing sound design, amazing visuals, and very good voice acting. Yeah. It's an amazing package. It is, and I feel that it's... Let's, sorry to interrupt again, no, sure. but it gets everything. Whenever we talk about games, not the whole fucking blue sky shit, mm-hmm. about how games no longer look like games... This game looks more like a game than anything that's been made in the last yeah. 15 years. But at the same this time, looking fun. like a beautiful... It's gorgeous. Studio all the way through. Yeah. And there's a point when you've done... You're doing errands for people throughout town. You can fill up these stamp cards. You can trade them in for kind of abilities that will last you throughout the game rather than, you know, in-fight abilities. And the first one is to make them jump. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you've done this I've yet. I've not done it yet, no. The moment you do that and cap that small... Tiny, insignificant thing, the ability to jump, encapsulates everything that's beautiful about this yeah. game. The first time you run out of the shop and you've just jumped down a set of stairs and it's the pissiest jump you've ever seen, <laughs> but it's just a wee boy jumping on an adventure yeah. and you're like, oh! <laughs> well, that's what I love about the game so far that I've played. It's the charming element it of it. It's got charm game. up the fucking arse. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful to behold. And it's not that's on the back of the, back of the box. <laughs> it's uh, charming up the arse. <laughs> it's one of those games where... The protagonist Oliver is just a sweet young boy, and mm-hmm. you think in any other any other circumstance, he'd be a pain in the arse to play as. You're like actually sick about how sweet he is, but he's so earnest and he's covered and surrounded by this world of wonder that you he's, can't help but root for him. Uh, and he's stuck cutting about with a wee smile on his face. And he's, after, he's trying to save his mum in a parallel universe, and you know it's going to go horribly wrong. Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. I mean, no no illusions here, people. I've not completed the game. I'm not close to it, but I know. 
at the end, Oliver, you're not going to get the choice, but Oliver's going to be pre- presented with the choice to either save his mum or save the world. Or, because everyone has these kind of uh, soul uh, yeah, mates. Soul mates, yeah. And that's what kind of links these two parallel universes. Uh, so his mother's soulmate that he's trying to find. Yeah. Because she was separated from his mother before. And that's why she had such a weak heart. This is getting a Charming bit... Charming as shit, man. Oh, it, it, it uh, does get a bit EastEnders at one point. <laughs> but you know that she maybe wasn't isn't going to turn out to be the best person Aye, in this our universe going and to be, he's going to have to fight her and I'll be like oh. there's going to be a big bit about growing up that is probably going to hit a bit of a cob with me considering <laughs> I'm a 30 year old man child <laughs> doing daft podcasts maybe, maybe I should stop playing games <laughs> <laughs> it's the game that made me stop playing games for a good reason the monster contingency <laughs> <laughs> the monster files <laughs> this game I wasn't going to jump on board with and I only did when I kind of started reading into it and it's got something for everyone mm-hmm. genuinely like people who want a new Final, or another version of Final Fantasy you don't you you've want got, this you've got this and people who are waiting for another Zelda on the Wii U this is better than so many of the last Zeldas just straight off the bat and the combat isn't it's not turn based it's kind of real time but there's enough strategy to it with these Pokemon yep. style familiars That's... that you can zap in and out or you can go your main guy and then you've got these companions that are on your trip with you. Yeah. It's really deep. Well, that's why I made that comparison with Dragon Age 2 is because the fights are not... They're not like click a button, press A and you'll slash. Yeah. It's you'll choose an attack and then over time your guy will just do it. It's very much like Final Fantasy XIII's battle system. Right, okay. Okay, I've never played that. Um, I don't play no Final Fantasy. Games. Well, that's it. I mean, it's taken... It's borrowing a bunch of components like Darksiders 2 or mm. Darksiders or a bunch of components smashing them together but it's compelling as shit and it really yeah. really works I mean you think to yourself now I mean, we'll it's talk only about... got like an 89 on Metacritic <laughs> I don't I don't go by Metacritic I know, guess, but it's taught me anything this you... is it's close to this is a 10 yeah this no. is the first 10 in so long but I mean you go on and read those Metacritic uh, user reviews where they're giving it like a 2 or a, yeah. a 0 and they're like this is bullshit I, I wish I had this other game and you're like, oh, fuck you. You know, just... <laughs> get this game. Get this game. Go out and get this game. Go out and get this game don't, right now. Don't even just download it on the hard drive. It's on PSN and it's 49.89. Totally worth it. The uh, first downloadable I'm glad you're saying it's totally worth it to you it. and I'm glad of that, but I will trade mine eventually. <laughs> I'm sure you will, but I'll quite happily keep that on my drive. Because mm. uh, it's going to take a long time, but it's, I can but see myself... How good is it when a game comes along that is so fucking charming to you and you would never delete? Yeah. Like, that, like it was me like last year with Journey. Just mm. clicked with me so much that I was like looking through, rid of that. looking through my hard drive. Like I need to delete something. Like I had to make a lot of space just to get that on my hard drive. I get a, that and the whatever the space to install, to install it. I and it was like there was one thing that was four gig, and then another thing was sixteen. Yeah, what's that? It's, I know, I know. <laughs> what is that? We'll talk about this later. But the way PlayStation sets out their shit is ridiculous. Anyway, um, that was Nino Cooney. Nino Cooney. Right. Hey, sexy lady. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's right, it's back. God. <laughs> uh, beta games. Right, the PlayStation Vita. Real quick. Okay. 32 gig card came through. Ooh, somebody's got money. That's right, it was cheap on oh, eBay. It was £119. Soared in on eBay. And I remember saying to you beforehand in the shop, before I bought it, it's, the whole price drop is predicated on me buying this yeah. memory card it's just down to me 
I bought it. I saw in UK Hot Deals today, Argos are doing it for exactly the same price as I bought it for. <laughs> and that was £15 cheaper than the retail price. Yeah. So, the, yeah. I was, oh. Sod's law. It is me. Sod's law. Law. As soon as I hang out this washing, <laughs> it'll start raining. Every time I leave the house with an umbrella. <laughs> Uh, so on the Vita I have been playing a lot of games at the moment yes, I also weird. got a lot of games over Christmas and I've been buying bits and bits therefore you've been playing them before, I can talk about them now. before Nino Kuni I'll get there <laughs> before Nino Kuni I was playing Persona 4 mm-hmm. Golden yes which is another RPG it's a remake of some PS2 game okay it plays through in a way where it's like Dawson's Creek meets an RPG. Yeah. You have to go, uh, you play a kind of teenage boy, moves into a new city, stay with his uncle and his daughter, and uh, there's a calendar year right. running throughout the game, like Majora's Mask or something like okay. that. You get a certain time period, and different events will set off each day and night, so time moves on. You can't really control how quick time moves. Okay. People are getting dragged into the TV. The television. The televisions. And murdered. By who? By a mysterious force unknown. Hmm. So in between managing my school, my job after school, my friends, okay. my family, I'm also fighting these malevolent demons in the television. It's a lot like your real life. It is, isn't it? It's weird. How do you deal with that? So people will appear on TV at midnight when it's <laughs> raining. Right? <laughs> has it's, to be raining. Uh, it has to be raining. Because different days will, it will rain and different days it won't. Okay. So it's all tied in. Well, I stay up. That works really well. All that time passing stuff pushes you on. Okay, okay. Throughout the game, so you never kind of not like Dark Souls where I'll just walk away from it. I always mm-hmm. feel like we're yeah. back getting our couple of days chipped away. That's good. Uh, so when you when people appear on the TV, they'll always be acting like they're polar opposite. Right. Okay. So you'll go into the TV, and eventually you go through a big level of fighting demons in a typical RPG manner. Not glossing over ever. You know, Cooney, 20 minutes, this one, I'm blah, 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 blah. Ah, you fight guys, or whatever. Still pretty good, though. It's all uh, turn-based. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, proper turn-based. Right. Uh, you can let them auto-run, you just control your main character. Okay. And it also has kind of Pokemon-style switching of personas. Okay. Which you pick up, and they have different attacks, and you can switch them throughout battle. Right, okay. Uh, but, so you end up fighting these people's shadow versions, which is like their personalities opposite or the bits they hate most about themselves okay. that they've never met right. basically it goes like this find them opposite of normal person they reject the shadow by going no you're not a part of me for whatever reason yeah but and then growth, have a fight personal growth yeah have a fight eventually accept them then join my team okay we go off and fight people some weird stuff going on with these yeah. people by the way there's people's uh, well, most demons yeah so there's quite a shy girl right. at the beginning and her, if only you could see at home the shy girl pose face. that Phil just pulled. We'll uh, put it up on the website. <laughs> uh, the she, her persona in that world was very, you know, very sexually provocative. Oh no way! So there's all these kind of anime videos that will flash out my video when I'm on the train in the morning of just big titties getting squished together. That's what I was squeezing on pussies. Oh and no! Stuff. Do you get to see titties? Oh, you don't get to see raw tits. No, uh, you get to see covered. But is he a big anime? this game's rubbish you don't even get to see it <laughs> and then the next guy was hiding a kind of bisexual side to himself so he was just the most flamboyant gay guy gay man running about his level was a sauna and he was running about he was like hello boys <laughs> and running away all these big mustachioed men you have to fight in the way around it <laughs> so in that way it's very Japanese but very entertaining yeah no, that's it isn't it it's entertainment yeah 
That's I'm, a remake, I, but luckily I haven't played the original, so I'm, I'm up for it. I'll I, would, I wouldn't mind it if it came, I obviously don't have a beta, but if it came as an, a download to the PlayStation, I would probably... I would not recommend it on the PlayStation. No? This is a beta game. It's a handheld game. Yeah. If it came out on the iPhone, fine. I'm a fuck fine of you. Income daft. Briefly, other games. Uh-huh. Little Big Planet, got that as well. All right. On the beta. It is quite good. Okay. It is quite good. As is Little Big Planet. It is Little Big Planet. Cod Blops. Yeah, how is Cod Blops? It is Black not Ops so Deuce. good on the Vita. Is that two? I don't know. Black Ops I think Deuce? It's, I think it's uh, Project Death Blow. Project Something Death like Blow. Something like that, rather than a number. Blow this. Because I don't think, well, it's the first one for the Vita. Oh, so, okay. Uh, Black Ops Death Man, it's called. I couldn't care less. Mm, that's <laughs> kind of how I feel as well. It's okay yeah. but who wants to play through the Cod Blops fucking single player campaign in the Vita that's big TV nobody nonsense. and it's not nobody even the Phil. proper one it's very very college it's not that exciting Do you know this might seem a bit like hyperbole in a way right? but I'd rather die yeah. <laughs> than play it whoa gosh if you got the Vita right now and held it in front of me and said play this or I will slit your fucking throat uh huh say pull that fucking knife across my throat man <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would say like a kind of uh, extreme sports guy from uh, Triple X, one of the other ones that isn't Bond Diesel. I'd be like, Energy 99. Right. That's what we've been playing. No, there's, wait. Wait, there's two more. Look oh, at the board. Is, there's two Look more. Fuck, board. I'm not looking at the board. Use the board. Okay. <laughs> Use the board. Use the board. <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm going to draw some kind of Star Trek style stuff up there. Yeah. So it looks nice. like we're on the bridge. Just oh, like console kind of displays. That'd be so sweet. Maybe Worf at the back. Yeah. Looking, looking fancy. Come on. Hey, come on. <laughs> Produce. <laughs> so, PC games. PC, PC game gaming. corner. Welcome I to the world. Was at PC games. the world. I was at the world. I was at the house Aye. of the Velvet Glove, friend of the show. Mm. Big fan of the show. And we're going to get them in for Geshcast Paranormal. We're getting them in for Geshcast Paranormal. Hey, don't release any Spoilers. details. Um, so, he had Steam. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been around for years, but still a new thing to me. And it was like, hey man, you've got Hotline Miami, you motherfucker, what's it like? Well, I've not played it yet, I've not played it yet, it's been sitting there for ages. Get that fired up, Chris. <laughs> right. Load it, double click that icon, whatever so, weird stuff you do in a PC. Aye, whatever you do. And so he to, after he took out a few drivers and installed something, he put in a new sound card. <laughs> and uh, a graphics got card. DirectX 8. DirectX 8, sorted that out. Uh, we played Hotline Miami. I will swear, I have not had as much of a laugh with a game in years Hotline Miami what proper pass the pad game oh nice um, it's a game that's it's, it's a top down it's got a kind of a 16 bit sort of look to it a very blocky pixely look and you're a hitman and all you really have to do is clear every level of baddies Smash TV kind of but they're so quick there's like there's a lot of tactics involved in it you know, a lot of the times you only have um, like a melee weapon but these guys, like, as soon as you get anywhere near them, like, boom, and that's you dead. They're, like, straight away, like, smack you across the head and you're dead. It's like, fuck! And there's so many different parts. There's, like, dogs to contend with. and Dogs? Legitimate dogs? Legitimate dogs. No, fear dogs? Dirty dogs. Um, but, you know, sometimes you'll get guns. Sometimes you'll just have to deal with melee weapons. But it's so quick and it's so immediate. Like, as soon as you die, you can just respawn straight away and you try it again. And you keep making the same mistakes over and over again and... You rush out of the door and some guys just attack you and you're like, fuck, sometimes you get lucky and there's like maybe five guys around you and usually they'd kill you but you somehow manage to shoot them all really quick. And you're like, yes, I feel amazing! And then you get to the last guy and he'll just turn around and shoot you. Mm, and you're like, and you're, 
but you don't care at the time. You're, you're honestly amped up so much by the game. It's like adrenaline. Like both of us are sitting there, and I'll be watching them intently. Like get him right. That gun's not got, not getting bullets in it because the guns will run out of bullets. You run up to a group of guys, you'll start shooting, and there's nothing coming out, and they just kill you. <laughs> so I'm like, I like that, that you like this game, but. I'm jealous I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your other pal? <laughs> but honestly, I would recommend this game. So I can see why it got so many votes last year. Yeah. It was so well received. It's a great beat. Got a lot of votes in the Geshes, but sadly didn't make it into the final cut. Uh, well, you know, no one can Maybe not next everyone, year, Hotline Miami. Not everyone can get a Retrospective games can get. Yeah, somehow. Uh, FTL. Is there our game in PC Corner? Uh, FTL, F- fuck the ladies. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's fuck the ladies. Fuck the you ladies. must build a spaceship. Yep, uh, and survive yeah, in space. Another game I played up at the Gloves. Uh, you've played it also. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a tactical. You're given a sort of a top-down again view of a spaceship, and you go around the galaxy. You've got all different rooms in the spaceship that need to be kept up. Someone will attack your your you know shields. Your you shields. Have to send somebody in there. Go and someone and or, or you know someone will attack. It's, it's so weird, there's so many different things to consider in it that I never thought, like, there's a fire in one room, so you open all the open the airlocks in that area to suck out all the air so the, the fire dies. And then something else will happen where someone needs to get fix the shields, but they need to go through that room, yeah. and you forget to turn the, to close the door oh so the air comes the back up, still open. And he just gets sucked out. You're like, fucking hell! <laughs> As well, when you're re- Pressurizing yeah. an area, mm-hmm. you can open up the doors of surrounding areas and yeah. it'll repressurize faster. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just constantly clicking, dragging, switching, yeah, there's a real... whilst trying to maintain certain people will be better off in different rooms, better yeah. pilots, better people in the shields, better people by the door. There's a frantic element to it all. I mean, it's quite a laid back, you know, you can sit and think about it. Yeah. There's, po- there's very moments, stop and start. Yeah, when you press, you press space, it pauses the game, but you can still move. You can still tell, give orders, and do what you want to do. You press space again; it hits back into real time. And you start firing off bullets and and uh, and doing what you're doing, but you're still like fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh no, I never thought about that. Oh no, no. <laughs> As your ship explodes, your ship explodes for the tenth time. But the glove is a very good teacher. He's a bit, he's. Uh, is he good at it? Yeah, he was. He's, well, I don't know if he's good at it, but he was good at teaching me the basics of it. Um, he seemed to know a lot. He, he he's a ropes. learned man. He is a learned man. He's a clever man. He is. Um, he's a good still man. Still can't he get any reception on O2, but... <laughs> still can't he get it up. <laughs> <laughs> Too raw for TV. <laughs> but that's that's what, FTL. That's what, FTL. <laughs> Fuck the ladies, that's what we've been playing. Yay! So, Gav, I've uh, been watching He-Man on Netflix. Yes. The original yes. series. The original more too. I haven't spent a lot of time in the, the universe. Okay. The masters of the universe. Really? Do you? That's not something that you were... I was... I liked it when I was a kid, but I never took it far enough... I never took it seriously? No, well, I never took it far enough into my later years to remember enough about it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, I'll get you, I'll get you. Well, was, what did you take into your... Uh, it was it was, it was was when I was really young. I was really into He-Man. So right. I had a lot of the figures and stuff. Okay. Knew your basic characters... But, like, the other day I found out that Tila is, like, the fucking goddess's daughter. Yeah, with Man- with uh, Fisto. With Fisto is her dad. Well, I know, it's, it's all complicated, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, what you're a big fan. Yes, I'm a really big what fan. What drives you towards the universe? The homoerotic nature of it. <laughs> the muscular body. The muscular body. Um, even when I, when I was really little, 
my mum tells me that I was actually scared of He-Man. Mm. And I don't mean like the characters of Skeletor. I mean He-Man. Yeah. The character of He-Man scared me. Uh, he was too strong. He was too strong <laughs> for this this young body to admit that a man could be that strong. You were so weak by comparison. Yeah. Um, my You mom, couldn't rotoscopically lift a rock <laughs> in the same way in every it. episode. I'll laugh really it. heartily and throw my head back. <laughs> But the um, run up and punch somebody. That's the three things. Yeah, punch the screen. <laughs> oh, but I was um, yeah, I was always kind of drawn to it for some reason I, because it was the big thing at the time. It was mm. the kids' thing. It's not so much something that drew me to it. It was the fact that that was the thing for kids then. Uh, so yeah, I loved it. I had the full range of figures. At one point, I had there, there's there's not a He-Man figure that I did not have. Wow. Uh, up to I'd say maybe the last year when yeah. I did kind of drop away from it. Did you have the the play sets? Yeah, I had Castle Grayskull, um, at uh, Snake, Snake Mountain. Mountain. I had the Slime Pit. You know, we I, had a, we had three Slime Pits because there were three of us. We had to get the same thing, or else we fight. Oh yeah, you think about who got the best? Thing. Right, so we we all got a Slime Pit one year, and then we put the hairy one in first. Oh, Grizzlor. Aye, just ruined them. <laughs> oh man, I hated that. Uh, but the cartoons really really entertaining. I like as well the wee public message at the end. Yeah, it's like today we learned about not trusting strangers. Yeah. It's a cool show. Some of them are really raw, though. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, like, you know, dealing with death. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's certain ones, like, there's one, my favourite episodes is uh, called Search for a Son, where uh, Mechanic, uh, his son Philip, I believe his name is, mm. uh, is taken in by a guy called Count Marzo, who's like a sort of an evil wizard. One mm. of the kind of lesser, well, not a lesser baddie, he's pretty well known, I guess. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know he, he takes him and tries to corrupt the son and stuff like that yeah. and then Mechanic gets back with him and you think that's a bit of a, an odd you know it's a bit of a strong kind of family you know sort of uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, it's a bit of a strong thing you know this guy having his son ripped from him and being corrupted and I think that's a bit of a heavy thing to just you know to deal with for a kid's show and then you get, you know, at the end, it's like, you know, stay in school. <laughs> but tonight we have the, the live action movie to watch mm-hmm. on Blu-ray, no less. One of those things that I, I know this film back to front. I know the script. You know, I could, you could show me a scene, I could tell you how it goes uh, word for word. But I remember my mum again will also tell me that this seems to make me feel like I'm a bit of a shite bag child. Uh, but when she took me, I moaned and moaned to go and see Masters of the Universe. And she didn't think I was old enough. Yeah. But I loved the, the series so much and the figures so much that she took me. And as soon as Frank Langella turned round as Skeletor and gave that amazing stare to, to, to Evelyn, I said to my mum, I need the toilet. And she had to take me to the toilet and she was raging because she was like, I knew you were too. You begged to come here and now you don't even want to see it. Did you piss? I went to the toilet and peed because I just didn't want to be in the presence of Skeletor. Yeah, you wanted to get out of that room. Yeah, Skeletor. I didn't feel like I had a lot of outs. Understandable. Understand. When yeah. I was much younger, we went to the Jolly Giant, a big toy shop uh-huh. in Annie's Land. Right. And, uh, I think that everyone was has always, a good memory of the Jolly Giant. I think so, but it was always pet fine anyway because you had to get past this giant, like, 12-foot-tall mechanical giant. Yeah. <laughs> At the front, and I remember bolting past him. Didn't seem too jolly at the time. Well, sometimes he was on, and sometimes he was off, and sometimes <laughs> he'd come on when you walked past. He'd, and he'd come on what? <laughs> <laughs> other times he'd be off, and he'd be a bit kind of like, one eye open, one eye <laughs> shut, like halfway through a motion. So he'd be like, no, nah, I'm not dealing with this. Straight past. <laughs> uh, but one time I ran so far past him, 
and then I was confronted by Skeletor. <laughs> the a Skeletor. F- a full-grown man in a Skeletor costume. No. And I think I did do the fall on the ground with the hands back the behind The John Connor. And slide it. <laughs> yeah, the John Connor slide back to my feet and ran away. The scariest moment was of my life. Was it... Original Skeletor, like yeah, blue pop, body, blue body, white face. Uh, wow. It was just some promotional day that they were there in the shop. I don't know what I would do. Con- confronted with the epitome of evil, it was petrifying. Right. But now I'm facing that fear. I'm You're back. facing it by getting into. I'm I mean, into Skeletor it. in the cartoon is one of the, for me, the greatest characters and voices. I think it's Alan Oppenheimer. That's the voice uh, of Skeletor, and it's like the Christmas special we watched here on He Man and Shira Christmas special. Where he becomes, you know, he's like, I am not nice. <laughs> and it's brilliant. It brings a tear to my eye where he's like, I must save the children. <laughs> uh, I love it. But um, I remember once, and this is something that I was part of the He-Man club when I was younger. Yeah. And I will state to this day, and no one will believe me, that I got a phone call from He-Man. <laughs> He-Man Maybe phoned me. real. He-Man phoned it's me. It's still real to me. Dan. And said, you need to be good. and you need to do what your parents tell you. Uh-huh. And, you know, just always do your best. Did you say He-Man? And I was like, I fucking will. He- He-Man, I will. Thanks for your call. <laughs> do you hear me? He-Man. <laughs> say yes if you hear me. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> halfway through a sentence. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. But, yeah, I mean, I can only assume now that it was, if you're part of the club and you had a phone number or something registered, they would phone and a message would play. Yeah. But there's no guarantee that the child would pick up the phone. Why would a child pick up the phone? Usually the parents pick up the phone. So how does that work? And I've asked my mum and dad about it, and they're like, we don't recall that happening. It's like, did I just make this up that I got a phone call from He-Man? It's great that your mum and dad are still playing along. <laughs> are they still like, playing the game? No, no, we didn't get a call 20 minutes beforehand. <laughs> no, no, no. But Jack, that's an awful lot of trouble. Keep the line open, uh, uh, because... Yeah. <laughs> Take Later, a, a lot of trouble George for <laughs> keeping the line open. There's a lot of tr- that's a lot of trouble for a fan club of a cartoon. Different days, change days. Proof yeah. of purchases used to get you free figures. I did get uh, a mumra, yeah. uh, old mumra, like in the thing they had to send away for it, like in the red cape. Yes, uh, mumra when it was a woman. Yeah, my woman mumra. <laughs> my pal Martin used to think that not only did mumra transform into mumra they ever living, yeah. but also change gender at some point through that. That's a bit Japanese, isn't it? That'd be like it's not impossible. Like a, that's that's more like I would imagine some sort of anime would do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if he splashed with water, <laughs> he turns into a fun panda boy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, still, t- I mean, I still enjoy it. If you, you haven't really partaken in the two thousand and two remake series, no, nope, I haven't seen any of that. I was sceptical about it at the time. Because I was burned by He-Man when he tra- when he went to another dimension or something. Oh yeah, the new adventures of He-Man. Uh. is shoddy. I mean, I still kind of followed it a wee bit because it was something new. Uh, but the 2002 series is fantastic. It's got an actual proper story arc that goes through each series. It's badass. Yeah. It's metal as shit at every moment. There's just something amazing happening. You're like, ah, throwing the horns at the screen. Uh, flipping goats friend of mine uh, friend of the show Durham Music Blue he is a much bigger fan of it than I am he, he still, loves He-Man he still has all the figures he has a Castle Grayskull tattoo yes he has, he's going to get a He-Man uh, sword and axe on his wrist <laughs> that's amazing tattooed um, but he has still all the, all the figures he's recently he was like check it out I've got like I can't remember what it was but like Mechanex Mace was like 8 quid on eBay can you believe it I'm like no I can't believe it <laughs> But, I can't say it, man. I've got two boxes of Transformers I, over I, there. I, I have my own shit. Like, Transformers took over for me, but He-Man still has that place in my heart. Definitely watch the, se- the 2002 series, though, because it's bitching. Even the first episode gets you, just hooks you with... Should I watch the old ones more? 
You watch it first. for um let's watch another one of my favourite episodes where they get the uh the the cat statue and the Grimalkin. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, it's so good, there's a really sexy cat woman in it. Ooh. And my favourite Master of the Universe character ever, uh is it <laughs> Malacta? So he's like he's like a really old he's in like an old black attorney and architect. Nice. Um sorry, no, sorry, not architect, uh what do you call it? Dig up old stuff. Archaeologist. <laughs> Archaeologist. <laughs> dig up old stuff. And he's brilliant in it. He's so good. How do you say? He's, he's an old archaeologist with the physique of He-Man. <laughs> I love that about it though. Everyone's ripped or a beautiful woman. Yeah. Even like He-Man's mum, you're like, hello. Uh, hello, Queen Marlena. <laughs> she came from Earth, you know. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, in fact, I saw her arriving from Earth in a, in a straight... That's the same episode where you found out about Tila. Oh, no way. <laughs> I was watching it with James and he was like bullshit bullshit man at arms ginger moustache she's ginger he pumped what are ginger, what ginger what, people so in all about that comes up in the 2002 series wait till you see it incredible I don't want to even think about somebody dealing with Fisto I know anyway, anyway. onwards <laughs> and upwards into more games <laughs> it's time for some news okay look I would really appreciate it if you could tell me some news why don't we look on the board and see what's uh what's up there I really need to get more colours of pen for the board I think I think mm. red would really set that off have you noticed that you can only get like whiteboard pen colours in the kind of primary yeah you can get red green blue black pretty much that's it though isn't it it's not like yeah. there's that many jazzy colours if you know somebody who makes a <laughs> flip board it's not a flip board it's a white board white board oh you can't say that anymore oh my god okay news uh-huh. everyone is waiting Gavin yep 2013. For anyone, if you're listening to this, hold this up to your in neck. space. Yeah, it's 2013. It's time for new consoles. It's time for new consoles. February 20th. Sick to death. Sony have got a big thing coming up. The future of PlayStation. And a lot of people have been saying it's going to be PlayStation 4. The Quattros. Yes, the Quattros. The PlayStation Quattros. Orbis. Orbis. <laughs> Who do you think comes up with the code names? I don't know, Project Dolphin. I don't know. Like, uh, it's a weird one in the PlayStation because, like, they're going to show this thing on the twentieth. It's the future of PlayStation. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's a new console. No. It probably is. Probably is. <laughs> probably is. It's exciting though, isn't it? It's it the is start pre- of the new console. It's pretty exciting. Like, we've I'll... got hundreds of things to look forward to, like lackluster release titles. Yeah. Expensive upfront costs. Mm-hmm. Buying various. Prof- Profiteroles? <laughs> buying profiteroles. I love buying profiteroles though. I love them, they're so tasty. Buying pads. Buying controllers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do we know so far, Gavin? Well, Phil. I'm going to take you over some of the most exciting things. There's a bunch of stuff about the specs that came out, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to go into the specs. No. However, the uh, graphics card that I'm talking about. <laughs> Check your <In> notes. Fact, <laughs> make sure when you CPU. Put, make sure the notes about. aren't between you and the mic. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Uh, the CPU, the central power unit. Unit for games. Go. I heard it's a learning computer. It's called. It's codenamed uh-huh. itself the bulldozer. Oh no way! Just like that guy of the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> it's codenamed. It's codenamed. Geshcast. What do you think that means? <laughs> Secret. Geshcast. What do you think it's going to be? What do you think we're going to get to see? Do you think we'll get to see the full console? Yes, or I if... think we will. I yeah. think we will and we'll get... I think it'll be like the Wii U 
because the leak at the moment is the controller. Controller. Yes. The controller has two main things different with it. It looks like standard six axis, except we're on the very top of it, in between, you know, where you put your charger at the moment. Yeah. Uh, in between the shoulder buttons, there seems to be sort of a, a glowing light. A big crystal kind of weird this cube. Yeah, yeah, a cube, which I can only assume is going to be the difference. Uh, it's going to be move. Yeah. PlayStation move. So instead of having the, I'll still, I think it'll still have the ones. Yes, absolutely. The ones are kind of the. It will have move functionality in the pad. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. I think Weave so. with you. I mean, six axis works well enough. I believe you know when you're using uh, six axis to control things like Flower or uh, Starhawk. It yeah. looks very similar to the Powery pad that I got for the PS3. It does. It does. Yeah. It's a lot like that, and it has. Dimples in the, Do you know in what? the sticks. I wasn't a fan of the dimples when I was looking at it. How they've got sort of a recessed. I'm okay with that. That's, I, I like dimples. We'll see how, until, until I play with it. Apparently, the triggers are uh, convex instead of concave. Yep, concave goes in like a cave. Convex goes out. Goes yeah. out. yeah, okay. <laughs> well, in that case, they are convex. Yeah. Um, and the other big difference is in between the D pad and the buttons is a touch pad. Yes. A weird touch pad like the Vita's got. Yeah. Like the back pad and the Vita. I've obviously thought the Vita's doing so well. <laughs> so many people are buying this. Yeah. No, but I think the touchpad will add a certain... I think it's cool and it's going to make just interfacing... Uh, you're going to go into... Well, in fact, your gripes about the PS uh, store, mm-hmm. right? The fact that since the revamp that it's not looks friendly. No, I mean, the revamp has improved on the look of the PlayStation Store and it looks much more like a modern store. Mm-hmm. But they still have, like, to get a demo of a game, you have to go through eight levels. Like, you're actually buying it. You have to go through eight levels of bullshit to get to. And you compare that to something like the Xbox, it's still got a few levels, but there's nowhere near that much yeah. hassle. Uh, it's confusing, it's badly laid out, still, it's slow, it's it's horrible. And it makes me think that if that's something they've just brought out, do Sony actually understand how you design an interface and make things friendly to buy and easy to buy? Will this new one have the same problems as the PlayStation 3 does? And that worries me a wee bit. Well, I believe, just because I think how they're going to do it is to just try and make it a continuous process. Yeah. Everyone that's had a PS3 now has had it for about a decade almost. Straight into PS4 with as little change to how you deal with it mm-hmm. as possible. So that store already is a touchscreen store. It's, yeah, it's going to be a, a PlayStation 4. So if you've got the pad on, yeah, the touchpad on your pad, uh, then you're just going to be able to kind of flick through. Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. with much greater ease than you know about it. I really hope so. Like I yeah. hope that it's quicker. I hope that I mean the PlayStation Store at the moment, and that lends itself to that argument is because when you start it up on the PlayStation 3 it takes a good 30 seconds before you're actually in the store and you press and 30 seconds doesn't sound like a lot yep. when you're sitting on your couch. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. So it makes you think that maybe something a little faster, a better machine, maybe able to pull that same stuff up quicker. You'd hope so. But I mean, everything looks extremely powerful and but it's all kind of speculation at this point. Beyond the controller, they're talking about the, the accounts being linked to... Yeah. Your con- well, again, with the controller, so you, uh-huh. when you're playing on a friend's machine, you take your pad with you, uh-huh. that would ask you to log in as you on their machine, mm-hmm. and then when you get an achievement, you also receive it you and get you that, take it yeah. home, it's yours. That makes sense, and that's, that's something that's that... That's how it should have been. I remember saying years ago that yeah. this stuff should be linked to It's a pad. natural progression. It's like a game like, for instance, remember them, Fable 2 mm-hmm. was going on about how they were going to be... Uh, 
you're going to get co-op in the game and it turned out it was you were like a pure Shannon version that didn't get any of the same benefits yeah. and you thought well why can't you just sign in and now it's actually happening now you're actually being able to go to somebody's house I can come to here to your house use my pad to log in and suddenly I'm getting the same you know army of two the devil's cartel achievements because yes. you will have to play that game through with me yes well that's fair <laughs> enough uh it's going to be exciting to see what happens. It's what, next Tuesday? Next Tuesday. Any new hardware is always very exciting. Is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. A when- it's like Wednesday evening. I think, uh, but us. the event's going to be live streamed. Yep. And we will, the world will be watching. Exactly. By the time we have our next episode, I'm pretty sure it's going to be all about this new yep. thing that's coming out. Absolutely. We'll and be able to talk about it. What's more detail about that? Exactly. I'll admit that. Xbox, though. Xbox. Xbox. There's going to be the Xbox 720 or the Xbox 3 or whatever they're going to call it. Not the Xbox 720, probably. Some of the details are starting to leak out about that as well. Things like uh, it'll come with a mandatory connect. Uh, yeah, it should. New controllers, point. which you'd expect as well, but controllers that won't work. The, the, your 360 controllers are not going to work, so you, yeah. you're buying a new set, which is not a big so surprise, I guess. But did you see the guy that was trying to sell one of the of prototype build machines no. on eBay. No, I didn't see that. Ah, they got pulled pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> There's still, everyone, everyone's still saying, Xbox is still saying there's nothing going on at the moment, but so many people making games for it as well. Uh, the new Kinect is going to be a lot more uh, sensitive to yeah. the body. Like It shows you on a chart here, there's maybe, say, 12 pins yeah. throughout your body. The, the new Kinect one has almost doubled so it's going to be a lot more sensitive for picking it, picking you up. Hopefully that will mean that the games will work now. Yeah, hopefully there's a wider scope as well. Hopefully it's got, you know like you don't have to buy another Nyko lens to make it work in a smaller room. Yes. Like we, I've been talking about this for my little brother. He's not particularly... He's 13 years old. He's into more of his, his hardcore gaming. Nice. Um, Halo, etc. But he... Well, uh, I've said to him, do you fancy a Kinect? And he's like, there's literally no point because his room is tiny. And he knows that there's no point, even if he took it in the living room. No, there's not going to get no working in there. It needs to be a lot more robust in terms of what it can do, and that, that seems to be what, the way they're going with it. Other things that they've said are it's going to be a kind of flat 500 gig release console. Good. So no more kind of different tiers. Yeah. Which I'm guessing will justify a higher price to be in line with the PlayStation, because if you're the only real competition now, mm-hmm. there's no longer three horses running in the race no not not in this current coming generation you can afford to release yours at exactly the same price point and just see who goes for what or yeah. take 50 quid off it if you want yeah. but there's not going to be a massive drop I think at, at this point as well though that people have kind of almost made they haven't made their choice a lot of people have two consoles like you or I have mm-hmm. an Xbox and a Playstation but some people have made a choice as to what they're going to what the where their allegiances lie even if the PlayStation 4 is re- revealed and it's amazing looking, yeah, it's not going to sway a, a die-hard Xbox fan. So it's going to be interesting to see if these both came out at a similar time for a similar price. Which one you end up picking up. Which one people go for. Mm-hmm. I'm inclined to go with PlayStation. Just because you know you won't have to invest in a live subscription. Even that, I mean, think to yourself, I'm investing in a 400 or £500 machine just so I don't have to spend 40 quid on a... Thing. Ah, but you think about it over 10 years. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair whack of cash. Having an Xbox back and not having gold now, my gold uh, sub has now passed. And I've not, I found myself not turning it on. I think this might be the first time that 
it seriously affects them, even if they release slightly cheaper. I think this time, I think before with the 360, that was the console that really took off, and a lot of people bought it, then found mm. out you've got to get yeah, a live subscription. It would be a huge... They'll know now. Yeah, it'd be a huge thing for them to go, oh, new console's coming out, and live is now free. PlayStation just needs to tighten up a lot, even if they mirrored live now mm-hmm. and brought out the PlayStation 4. Yeah. That would be it. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, what's going to... Imagine if Xbox came out with it and Microsoft comes out and says, this is the new console and live for this console will be free. Yeah. Huge difference. I huge difference. Huge difference. Yeah. And that's the thing that's stopping me from... Uh, with the PlayStation, I mean, you think... Just, I'm, I'm paying 40 quid a year already for my PlayStation on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. I've dropped 40 quid on that, but I'm getting things for it. Yeah. And I'm getting things I expect as well. When you go on the Xbox, I'm paying 40 quid just to get online. Just to get Netflix to work. Just to get Netflix. For. Exactly, which I'm paying for already, and I can get on the PlayStation. It just... They need to make it worth my while. One of the nice things that they're talking about for the 720 mm-hmm. is uh, it'll be able to run more than one game at once. So be oh, you able, can switch between you'll them. You have to install the game onto the drive. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not. It's going to be disk based. But beyond that, you'll be able to have two games running at once and switch between two. Good, which is cool. All right, that's cool. One of the things that stops me from playing a game like, let's say, Nino Cooney, uh, and just putting it in is it's yeah, not on my system. Loading it up and having yeah. you know, and, and it sounds so fucking lame. Is like, oh, I have to get up and put a disc in. What are you talk? But it does make me go, oh man, right, I'll, I'll just play I'll Sleeping just Dogs because right. <laughs> yeah. it's on my system. Yeah. That's that's the future. That's the way it's all going to go. Yeah. If it's not instantaneous, then. I, I find if it's myself, not going to be streamed, then just make people install it. Yeah, I find myself not playing a game if I feel it takes too long to get into the game. Yeah. Uh, even if it's on my system. Uh, if there's too many loads. I'm like, oh man, I'm just going to, you know, I can't be asked with that right now. That's what stopped me playing WWE 13. Yeah. Constant load screens and it takes forever to actually get to the game. And I was like, nah, I, why am I. It's only like a minute in real time, but I'm like, nah. nah. No good. I'm no a good. fancy businessman. How about some other news? Let's leave them there, because we're going to find out a lot more in yeah. the upcoming weeks. Next next time, we'll be going wild on that shit. Oh, I can't wait to go wild on all of it. Uh, there were some big announcements from Nintendo, and our Nintendo Direct, they're firing these things out. I like, you know what? See, maybe... No one's buying the Wii U, quick! <laughs> throw some bombs! See, when I was Wii deep, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, and, that's good. I like that. And I had the Wii, and I was well into it. I would have killed for Nintendo. Up to your I was up to my wiener. I would have killed for Nintendo to bring out things like this. Yeah, and there's things that other companies were doing years, you know, in advance of them. But now they're catching up to the point that we need to get our faces out there. And it's things like Iwata and Miyamoto, and they're coming out with these videos, and they're very charming and very cool. But it feels to me that, like that, I've not seen this video yet. The Nintendo Direct video. I don't feel that. I don't, I don't feel a pull to go and see them anymore no. because it feels to me like too little too late and that's what the Wii U all, and in all honesty the Wii U as a whole package feels like too little too late for me yeah uh, but then they come out with things like that well what stuff did they bring up in the Nintendo let's, Direct let's talk about it let's just hit some of the let's have a chat so these people here can listen cool let's hit some of the headlines They're gonna, there's a lot of kind of deal stuff cracking in deal from, yeah, so, well, the bundle deal. You're always going to get a wee bundle deal. Uh, when Fire Emblem comes out, uh-huh. you're going to get a lovely exclusive 3DS XL with that, if you oh, want. Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, also, when you buy a 3DS XL and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon or Luigi or Luigi's Mansion, 
you'll get a 3DS game voucher to download an R game. And I think it's like... See, that's, pr- that's pretty good. Yeah, that's decent. Mario, uh, Professor Layton, Art Academy, yeah. some other ones. Uh, so that'll be from March till April. So about, well, in fact, March 21st, April 30th. Yeah. So almost a month, month and a bit. Uh, although the two titles that make the deal, like to buy either Pokemon Mystery Dungeon or Luigi's Mansion, you can't get them until March 24th. So the deal runs for three days longer than the game's physically available. That's wild. <laughs> I think, I, I mean, I, like, I, get rid, I get rid of my 3DS because yeah. there was literally no games to play for it. Yeah. And that'll change. And okay. I may get another one. I may get an XL. I'm quite tempted by an XL as well. They're, they're, I have not touched my 3DS in so long. Yeah, I mean, there's games that I really want to. I want to play I Luigi's Mansion. I want to play the new, the new Zelda game uh, later. And it's something we didn't really touch on as much with Nino Kuni is the fact that Nino Kuni, as you say, does things better than Zelda. It does things differently to Zelda, but it gives you that feeling. Yeah, a Zelda game should should give you and hasn't given me in years. And I feel like they're not shifting the formula with Zelda's enough for me to care about a new one coming out. No. And literally the only Nintendo game that someone could bring out that I would care about would be a Metroid game. Yeah. If there's yeah. a new Metroid coming out, I'd be like, I'm on that. I well, will buy one for that. Hold your socks to your garter belt. Setting you up. There's Slam dunk that shit for No <laughs> Metroid game. Oh, no! Because <laughs> they hate Metroid. Why do they hate Metroid so much? It's pish, mate. It's the only bridge it's they've got pish. between... Fucking Snoozeville. the casual fucking audience and the hardcore audience. It's the only thing they have that would appeal to no. modern gamers. No. Do you know what you can have instead of that? What? You can have a new two new Zelda games. Right, right? great, great, aha. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And a kind of me universe experience oh, good. with your friends. Oh, your... I wanted more of that. Yep. Uh, what a crock of fucking bullshit. <laughs> Again, it's the thing that's I'm an angry old man, it's not for me, and that's why I'm angry. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's an HD re- remake of The Wind Waker, which we that's already cool. know about. Is it cool, though? But I think, see, the th- no one played the GameCube, right? Well, that's it. People people are just going to go, oh, it's The Wind Waker, we didn't like The Wind Waker. Whereas, I, I like The Wind Waker up to a point. I personally I think that gaming, in a way, has moved on enough that where a game like Nino Kuni or a game that has these cell shaded graphics. Remember when it first came out and you'd never seen anything like it, it before? Was I loved it. I, I, I loved, loved it. it I was too. sold. But people went, but it this doesn't is have bullshit. An end. It doesn't it, have an end. Yeah, this is bullshit, man. I don't like this because of this cartoony look that you yeah. weren't accustomed to. Uh, everyone was expecting. But now we're so used to that cartoony cell shaded look, maybe it will be accepted more and people will get to see the great game that's underneath it rather than the cartoony look that's above it. Hopefully it'll fix the end. As well. And the hopefully it'll fix third. the last third where you have to do fishing for hours. Uh, and uh, there's going to be another unnamed Wii U Zelda game, which isn't really nice because you knew that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I, I guess as a Nintendo announcing that there's a new Mario or Zelda game isn't news, really, because you know there are. Yeah. At all points. Well, they came out and said more. months ago, like we've, we've got a lot of these games on the shelf ready to go, but we're not gonna because we're gonna spread it out. So that you all keep coming back to it. And That's what bugs me though, is because the games, keep, <laughs> the game, and again, Nino Cooney's another uh, example of this. How it's fine to keep using it because it is now yeah. the benchmark to yeah. which all other games, games move on without them. Yeah, they can have all these things on the shelf ready to go, but they're still the same games when they come out. Aye. Games can come out with new mechanics, new ideas, and Zelda comes out and it's the same old Zelda. And that's not enough anymore. It's not yeah. enough for me, but it's, I know it's not enough for people like my little brother. John New Gamer. John Rambo. 
John <laughs> Rambo, my little brother. You can get We Street U available in the eShop for a limited time. Oh, that's good. That's an exciting Google Street Maps integrated kind of fun me you experience. That sounds good. Yep, you can do Don't that. that straight away. Do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. New Animal Crossing. Vaguely interested in this just because there's kind of new city building elements to yeah. it, but it looks things. My missus is a massive fan of Animal Crossing. Yeah. But. Played it on the on the on the DS. I couldn't tell you how many hours she put into it, but you're talking days upon days, weeks, maybe even of her life spent on the DS playing Animal Crossing. She got Animal Crossing on the Wii, and it was the exact same game, more or less, with a few wee new elements. Yeah, and she just it. instantly went, nah. nah. And she's a woman that loves work in her games. So this time you're the enough. boss, mate. Oh yeah, no right? more fucking doing chores for Tom Nook. I don't know. I think she kind of liked doing. She Thanks. like getting down on her knees for Tom Nook. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Scrubbing them floors. There's uh, new customization and online features and some unique uh, elements for North American audiences. Yeah. So we won't get them. Like what? It'll be Halloween. Oh, right, yeah. Halloween. I just don't think it's big. I think they have some Halloween in Japan, but it's not that big. Yeah. So they have to get that in for those Yankee doodles across the pond. <laughs> That's odd. Uh, new Mario U game yeah DLC mm-hmm. S- Super Luigi oh no way that, so Luigi in levels I'm a massive fan of Luigi yeah. my favourite Nintendo character it was quite Luigi heavy this whole thing but it's going to be it's quite substantial it's like 80 levels that's good no hold, down, hold. sorry downloadable content will change the existing 80 levels ah. to entirely new courses so yeah, yeah yeah I'm guessing we'll just use the same hopefully they're total bastard levels though exciting news though Gav this, uh-huh. is, this was the hype okay this was the Listeners, thing. please get to the edge of your seats. If you're driving, please pull over. Mario Golf on the ah, 3DS. Yes. Are you ready for some more Mario Golf? I am choking for Mario Golf. Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. Mm-hmm. And what was the one? Was that the GameCube one? That was the GameCube one, Toadstool Tour. Yeah. The one in the Game Boy Advance was also incredible. <laughs> called something else. Called something else. It's Camelot again. Yeah. Camelot. I'm ready for this. I am one. Those familiar with the sport will be welcomed by straightforward controls, says Iwata. Good. Uh, the game will play host to a number of courses, some of them t- designed to look like real world courses. Oh no. And some of them will look like elements pulled from the Mario universe. Yes, that's what you want. No firm date given, but would be this summer. I will buy a 3DS XL this summer if they bring this game out. Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Okay. Another Mario and Luigi role playing game. Alright, like a Mario and Luigi RPG style game? Yes. Okay. For 3DS. Okay. This summer as well? I could go for that as well, yeah. Pretty exciting for the 3DS. The 3DS Uh, has set its game up for sure. There was another, there was Donkey Kong game, Donkey Kong Country getting re-released on something. Okay. Do you know what? (laughs) Another one getting re-released on something. Donkey Kong Country is one of those games that seem to be only only Americans liked. Yeah. Like um, Cruising USA. Mm-hmm. So like that game's a brilliant. And you're like, no, it's, it's hey, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. When are you playing California games like the rest of us <laughs> in hacky sack? <laughs> I played a lot of that. Yeah, uh, we used to rent it from the shop like every couple of days. Yeah, just go back up and rent it again. Like, just buy it. We were a uh, skate or die. Yeah, skate or die was the one when you got one on the the half pipe doing jousts. Nice. Yeah, skate or die. Skate or die. The Crying velvet for a remake. The velvet glove was the best at that. Other news, Gav. Uh-huh. You can now get Steam on your Linux machine. Ah! <laughs> I know. No way. How exciting. Oh, I want it, I want and it. And if you're playing certain games like Team Fortress, you'll get little Linux penguins to hold so that everyone knows you're a wanker. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I, would, I would get Linux, but Linux doesn't get eBay. So. <laughs> Other news, man. Okay. Wrestling has been dropped by the Olympics Committee. No, it's not a specific game related thing. It is it's games, it's the Olympic Games. You're right. <laughs> it's fine. You're right. Um, I think it's a travesty. Now, you know what? Watched... I know everybody loves us uh-huh. and loves That's games. True. And fans. I mean, they're an hour and 12 minutes into this podcast, so they must love us. Our fans love wrestling as much as we do as well. Yeah, they're big fans of the grappling, Greco-Roman knuckle-style wrestling. Has anybody ever watched Olympic wrestling, ever? No, that's the thing. No one's ever watched <laughs> no. it. But everyone's up in arms. If you do follow any wrestling on Twitter, then you'll know that everyone's going, how dare they? How badminton's still in the Olympics, I mean, but wrestling isn't? How dare? There's... Fair enough, it's an ancient sport. Yeah. Well, there's two. Di- there's two big differences. There's that one: the wrestling in the Olympics is not the wrestling, professional wrestling. First downfall. Yep. It's bullshit. It's Imagine boring. the wrestling, and they're like, and from parts unknown, <laughs> the Undertaker. Yeah. Aye, you're in the Olympic it's arena, and the lights went there. out, and then yeah. the big dong. Everyone. But no, watching. this is just idiots touching each other. <laughs> and you're gonna get barred. By who? Wrestlers? By me, I'm a Greco-Roman. From what I understand, in fact, the it turned out that all the Olympics, uh, all the different categories, they all lobby to stay in the Olympics. Yes, they have to, because you get new sports. Yeah, and you have yeah. to make sure that you're worth it. And it turned out, apparently, that the the wrestlers thought themselves, above it all, they're never going to get chucked out, they don't need to lobby, we're going to be around forever. And then they got chucked out, and now we're starting to see them all going like, "Oh no!" But we're in wait, 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 Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle. I watched wrestling on the Olympics maybe once mm-hmm. for about ten minutes, and I was like, "This is boring. This is rubbish judo. There are no chairs. <laughs> there are no pyro. There's there are no, no pyro. <laughs> there are no pyro. There are no barbed wires. <laughs> <laughs> there are no chair. <laughs> we should enter the Olympics as our new tag team." Health and safety. Health and safety. Don't tell it. They'll steal this idea, these people. Well, this is copyrighted guest cast. But, um, yeah, so I'm not too fussed about Olympics being dropped from... Wrestling. Wrestling. That's the way to think about <laughs> it. Wrestling's dropped the Olympics. I'm six beers in. <laughs> Next thing on to talk about, I guess, we'll just go straight on to the other non-real game-related thing. It's game-related. I've got a weak link for that as okay, well. Okay, okay, what's your link to that? The Running Man was a game. <laughs> You fucking idiot. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger made his big return to the big screen. You know, you have seen... We're not talking about no cameos. We're talking about Arnold back to balls out, balls to the wall, balls Balls all over the place. all everywhere. Um, Fun action. Arnie is back. Arnie is back in The Last Stand? The Last Stand. You've seen The Last Stand. I I haven't seen it yet. Why haven't you been seeing it yet? Why haven't... Why wouldn't you support Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'm a coward. I'm waiting. I'm off next week. The idea was, next week, I see The Last Stand. Uh-huh. I then go and see Bullet in the Head, starring Sylvester Stallone. And then I go and see A Good Day to Die Hard. Right. All in the same day. Three films. You'll blow your action load. So, I was like, that's great. It's not a great idea to my missus. And she was like, yeah, I don't think I fancy seeing uh, Good Day to Die Hard, right? Which is the weakest of the bunch. I'm with her. I can see that getting. I have no interest in seeing that shit. Really? None. I, I can't Not at all. After that last Die Hard, it's like the internet. It's <laughs> <laughs> going to bite us. <laughs> he fucking shot a plane with a car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up for ridiculousness in action movies, yeah. but 
I'm not up for it. He was cracking a whip at a server, like, back, back! <laughs> Big chair. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I do still fancy seeing it. And, yeah, um, but that said, after we watched Taken 2 last night, yeah. uh, Taken 2, Taken. Take 2. Uh, Taken more. And, uh, Further. <laughs> Taken harder. But there's, um, it was okay. Yeah. And I guess it's one of these law of diminishing returns where it just gets less and less awesome. Yeah. But, um, the, thing with Last Stand is we've not seen a proper Arnie film in so that long. long so you say it's a good film to watch. it's, worth it's great okay, well, I will it's go great just go in open heart proper oh, Arnie I mean, no, one need, no one needs to uh, it's beautiful be, to see him back I love Arnold Schwarzenegger with all my heart doesn't rip the piss there's no I'll be back there's no I'll be back nope, really none it's just a proper see, standalone that's the thing I felt with Expendables 2 yep there's none of that gurning at the camera looking I, uh, remember this line yeah no, as much as I love Expendables too, don't get me wrong, I do like that film a lot. But yeah, I feel it was pandering a bit too much. This needs to be its own film. Same with Bullet in the Head. Yeah, Bullet in the Head looks amazing, by yeah. the way. I wasn't that fussed about that either, and I was watching it, and fucking Cal Drogo's in it. Yeah. And fucking Han from the Fast movies. Yeah. That's like Expendables in itself. I said, well, apparently like uh, Drogo and uh, Stallone have an axe fight at one point. I saw it in the trailer, an axe like, fight. I- I can't not go and see it. Nope. My missus is a bigger fan of Stallone, I believe, than Schwarzenegger, which mm-hmm. would almost be sacrilege if I didn't love Stallone almost. <laughs> I love his face. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. I'll, I'll, I will be the judge of that. <laughs> but yeah, so I will go and see that. I Let might, us know how you get on. I might go and see Wreck-It Ralph instead of uh, Die Hard. Yes. I've just seen three films in one day. You will die. Have you ever seen more than one film in the cinema in one day? I've seen two films in one day. Which films were they? I s- fuck knows. <laughs> Am I supposed to remember that? You're a liar. It's two remember, shite films. I remember the time I saw two films in one day. What did you see? I saw... Um, ah. Dra- no, I, I saw Dracula Dead and Loving It. See, it'd be something like that. Followed by Dunstan Checks In. <laughs> Thank God. And yet you remember it? Yeah. <laughs> because it was the one day I saw two films in the cinema. Right. Right. No, we used to sneak into the next one you'd see half a film afterwards and then leave oh no we, we proper like bought two tickets because we're like we're in town all day <laughs> let's go to pictures all day fair enough fair enough what's uh, the worst film you think you've seen in the cinema oh The Happening The Happening yeah I haven't even seen The Happening man The Happening's pretty pretty it's the one with the bees the bees uh, die yeah the bees die yeah really good though but halfway through the audience just got into it yeah and they're just like that's ridiculous people just laughing <laughs> at it. good on them uh, at the same time though Marky Mark's in it yeah well, Mark- it doesn't matter if Marky Mark's in a shit film Marky Mark's still amazing Mark Wahlberg's in it <laughs> I saw The Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy nice with my friend Cha because <laughs> <laughs> he really wanted to see The Haunted Mansion <laughs> and it's got the best line I've probably ever seen in a film where Eddie Murphy's wife spoilers at the end of the film, is dying. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, Dad, Mom's dying! And he goes, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've, Actually says, Oh no. I have seen it before, and uh, I was gutted when we went to Euro Disney, and the Haunted Mansion didn't have much Haunted Mansion stuff in it. There wasn't any the uh, Eddie Murphy stuff no in No Eddie Murphy stuff in there, man. No. Was that film he made, the big sci-fi one? Uh, Pluto Nash. Wait, no Pluto Nash shit in there, no. <laughs> Is that Disney as well? No Nash. No Nash. <laughs> Weird. Double N. Anyway, why don't we close? <laughs> why don't we close up on this shit with some feedback and the mailbag games? Hey, Gav, before we head off into Hello. the sunset, hey, oh, <laughs> hey, um, oh. I, th- I thought we'd just delve into the Gashcast mailbag real quick. We don't do this often. No, but we like to 
reach back out to the Because I don't know what it is. I seem to have given the impression that I don't care what people are saying. <laughs> I don't know how they got that. That's weird. It's odd. It's weird. But anyway, the first first message from Geshcast listener, Andrew Turnbull. Uh-huh. He's a good guy. Andrew D. Turnbull. Sorry. I don't make that. The D stands for delicious. <laughs> He asked what we think about the potential moves to restrict the usage of pre-owned games. Is um, I I kind of thrive on the pre-owned market because when I finish, I will buy a game brand new. Yep, and then I trade it in and use that trade-in money to buy a new game. Buy new games. I will buy exclusively new games. I think they are expressly aware of that as yeah. being the majority of people. Yeah, that's they lose people. money. But they gain a lot more. Yeah, I and mean, it keeps the game market moving. Who these days, really, with all the restrictions, and you have to buy online keys and stuff? It's not in your best interest to buy a, a used game. Yeah, maybe not a, a game that's expressly single player. Like maybe I don't know, like a Bioshock Infinite, where you don't care about the multiplayer because you know it's tacked on shite if it's there. If it's something like that, I won't use the key. Yeah, and I'll give it away with the game. If somebody else wants to use yeah. that. Key, that's fine. I did that with a game recently. I can't remember which one it was. I remember giving, just putting the key back in. Yeah, and just not touching it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to need this. It's fine. Yeah, but at, at the same time, I've also received pre-owned games now where mm. they haven't used the code as well. I happened to me, I think, with Resistance Three. Yeah, and you put it in, you're like, "Yay! What a fucking sucker!" <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a shame, shame. It'll be a shame when it comes to the point those pre-owned games can are no longer a thing. I don't know. It's 40... until it goes completely digital, it won't happen. Until it's completely digital, it won't happen. Those fuck like. Every game's 40 quid. You pay 40 quid, you expect 40 quid's worth of entertainment from it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the contract you have now with games. Yeah. But it's not the way it works. Like, I, I get a game like Devil May Cry. I pay 40 quid for it. I don't feel I got 40 quid's entertainment out of it, but I traded it in for 25. Yeah. You got 15, easy. So I got easily got 50. So I feel like it's, it's worth it for me. Yeah. Later on, if someone's like 40 quid for Devil May Cry, I'll be like, fuck off. I'm not <laughs> 40 quid. Yes, I will back that back up when it's 12. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So unless digital stuff like retail goes downwards, yeah. like when a game comes out, it's 40 for a while, and then it drops from 30 to 20 to 10, that's when I'll be happy enough, as long as it's a big drop. I think, though, it probably contradicts everything I've ever said before. <laughs> but to, just, to, just to play devil's advocate, right? Everything goes purely digital, mm-hmm. right? Means that there's no longer that retail element yep. to it in this kind of brick and mortar yeah. style shops. Uh, so you're going to have to subsidize, you're going to have to choose if you personally want the computer game industry to keep going mm-hmm. at the same rate, you'll have to subsidize that. You'll have to take a decision upon yourself to say if they said it's all going to be 60 yeah. and there's no trade ins, yeah. but the alternative is. We can't make these games otherwise. Mm-hmm. I think there's an argument there. Yeah, you as have well. To, you might not to. like it at the time, but if you wanted to keep going, you might have to. Yeah, I mean, the trade-off for having a disc as to having digital is when you've got it got it on your on your PlayStation. And as I've said earlier in this episode, it sounds lame, but you're like, oh, I don't have to get up and put the disc in and all this. That's Remember a big when part you of said it. that? Yeah, we'll cut to it. Yeah, we'll cut to that from that point. But. If it's like, oh yeah, see, if you're digital, everything's going to be 20 quid dearer. Yeah. Like, I'll just keep the discs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's not, a, it's not a decision. Yeah. It's someone else's decision and we'll just have to go with it. And if you want to still be playing games and want to be fans of games and enjoy this medium, 
We're going to have to bite the bullet. Everyone has to suck a little dick at one point. And we are the generation <laughs> that is maybe going to have to suck the dick. We're going to have to be a generation of dick suckers for a little so bit. there you go, Andy. That's all you need to know. Andy, Dad's you're going to have to suck a little dick. Andrew Blue, at Blue Aru. Blue Aru. Has sent Friend a message that his favourite soup is ham and English mustard from Phil Potts. I forgot to ask, uh, say this. Before we uh, started the show, we tweeted about people's uh, opinions. And we also asked for their favourite soups. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, Andy's was lentil, I think. Andy's was lentil and bacon, yes. Lentil and bacon. That's my favourite soup as well. Well done, Andrew. <laughs> Is it Andrew or Andy? I don't know. Uh, just Andy. Okay, cool. Don't act like we know him really well, because... Then people will think like he's. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know, Andrex or something. Blue, who we also know, asks. <laughs> uh, he says that the PS4 better make me give a fuck. Yeah, not really a question. Not really a question, Blue. You've missed the target. A comment, there. I guess. It's a good comment. Um, yeah, PlayStation 4 better I hope it make does. me give a fuck. I hope it does. Yeah, good. <laughs> Barry Rogers uh-huh. asks uh, are we going to witness the death of the console he's just said we are going to witness the death of the oh, console okay cheers um, <laughs> thank you I don't agree <laughs> we are going to witness that is morose man uh, cheer up Barry it's uh, no we're not <laughs> yeah there's hundreds of consoles there's like five or six new ones coming out of nowhere the yeah. area and things like that yeah uh, Twisted Jackass uh huh Says that the PS4 has a must. Yeah. A cross uh, cross game chat. Yep. Have a decent store. Fix the multiplayer. And an HD camera for mooning. That's that's true. <laughs> an HD camera. The thing with the I mean the PlayStation the eye is rubbish for mooning that because I tried it with you, Star. Yeah. I tried to make my face Picard. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> did you speaking of you, Star? Did you play it on the Connect? Because you got a Connect version, did yeah. you? Yeah. How is it? It's better. Let's play it tonight. It's, you have to play it during the day. You need daylight. Oh, well, tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow morning when we wake up next to each other in bed. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, well, thank you, everyone. Yeah, I think that's enough time in the mailbag. Yeah. Close yeah. it up. Close it up. Zip it up. Zip it up. Uh, let's say goodbye. Time to say goodbye. <laughs> Something or other. <laughs> too much. <laughs> no, I need to finish. I stop it. I need to finish. I need to hear the fire. Are you being Sarah Brightman? Are you being I'm being Sarah Brightman? Now. Oh, cool. Um Okay. Thank you very much for listening to Geshcast number forty-four. Well done. Good on you. Good on you. If, if you made it this far, nearly an hour and a half. Get another achievement. We're giving out achievements now. That's uh-huh. the new thing. Uh, no game. As you probably noticed, no Game of Phones this month, as we have given Jerry escaped. Jerry burst out the patio doors, howled into the night. We need to go and crack him down, bring him back, and uh, decide what we're going to do. We're going to get one of those sticks with a loop on it. Yeah. That they use for catching raptors. Jerry, <laughs> no! Yeah! Come on. But, uh, so once we get Jerry back next month, Game of Phones will return in a way you do not expect. <laughs> yeah, neither do we. Neither yeah. do we. We don't know. How can people get in contact like these fine people did? These people got in touch with us through our Twitter now, Twitter is a social media uh, channel. Hit us up on that. You can speak to us at Geshcast. Mm-hmm. You can send us an email. At? Geshcast at Geshcast.com. No, Team Gesh at Geshcast.com. Team we Gesh. never get the email. We right. never get the email. That's what, what, who, who emails these days? Nobody emails Twitter. Just uh, Tweet us. Or check out some of our vines. Check out our vines. As soon as we work out how to switch profiles on our iPhone. Once we've done that, we'll be getting some vines out. Tonight? 
We're going to images We're going to put up some pictures of the board on thegeshcast.com. And yes, thank you again for listening. Phil, have a wonderful night. Never grow old, never die. Viva la raza. Woo!